This is Talking Dirty, Get Gardening's podcast for plant lovers. The video version is available on our Get Gardening YouTube channel, so you can head over there if you want to see our ugly mugs, and there are pictures of the plants there as well. There are full plant lists on our Twitter and Instagram at Get Gardening Now, so go check those out. But without further ado, let's start talking dirty. Are you going to show us some symphoniums? <laughs> you want us to get our symphoniums out? Symphonium. I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just got one more before we go symphonium. Just got one I, more. I like that Alan will start telling me off for not being patient enough. Alan <laughs> not famed for his patience. <laughs> Good things come to those who wait. So I don't, I don't know if you know what this is, and I've got a big one to show you. So this is uh, aloe, aloe. I thought you already showed that. This is this is aloe polyphyla. Oh. Um, and I've, I've, I did see it on one of your podcasts. And people saying, "Oh, the climate's getting warm enough to grow this plant." Well, if you hold that down, yes, Mark, um, holding his I'll get my polyphyla. And by by big one, this is by no means um, it's not that big. It will get, you know, I've seen bigger five to eight times this size. It's just we couldn't really carry it. And that poly polyphyla you've got there, polyphyla, it has that enormously fascinating scroll at a Catherine wheel. Oh. Yes, yeah, so it's known as the spiral aloe or the many leaved aloe. So it yeah. will grow, it will grow um, with a spiral. Yeah. Um, but this is a natural plant of the Sutu, um, South Africa. It's actually hardy to minus 15. Now, I'm going to tell you something. We're actually doing an experiment with those. We've got, I think we've got eight of them. Um, our biggest one is nearly as big as yours, Mark, but you, because you're a record breaker, so we can't uh, aspire <laughs> to that. But I think I think we're going to try these these up in the desert. But I mean, the, the, have you read our article on aloe polyphyla? No, no. Basically, it, this this needs more drainage than a normal succulent. So go yep. 50-50, and this plant is hungry and it's thirsty. So treat it like a shrub. Right. So a lot a lot of people don't you know a lot of people don't want to grow outside because it's so rare and expensive. But basically, we're really like proud. Um, that we produce, our, we flower and make our own seed and produce our own sustainable batch of polyphyla because in habitat, this is pollinated by a hummingbird and the habitat yeah. of hummingbirds in decline. So this plant just isn't getting pollinated. There's a couple around your shirt, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's banned from collection by plant or by seed. So it's very scarce in the wild. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't offset, although we've had unusual things happen. I've got one in my garden. So it, it, gets, it gets giant and it splits into two. Mm. So oh. it kind of divides rather than offsets little babies. Yeah. Um, so does that does that division happen after it's flowered or something? No. No. This, no, this, no. Will, this will flower every year as well. It's not monocarpic. See, I've, yeah, one in my garden. It's offset it, right next to the crown, which is weird, and it's mm. just sent yeah. a new crown. And it's yeah, it's it's quite interesting. We'll send you a picture. Yeah. Quite interesting. So this um, plant, plant at an angle so the crown doesn't become waterlogged. Um, loves. Yeah loves uh high nitrogen feed so chicken manure pellets mm. um if you want to encourage flowering miracle grow but you can you, basically it's got a really um finicky root system so it doesn't sort of grow a massive root system if you imagine this plant unfolds as it grows so the, these kind of lower leaves that are all going dry and crispy will turn into the roots and then it's it, it kind of like also as it unfolds, it pulls up the soil, so it can kind of drown itself. So you want to give it a good 
thick top dress so it doesn't get kind of waterlogged in the crown mm. if it does close up and look unhappy and you just give it a little a, a gentle pull and if you if it has detached its root system pick it up hose its bottom off and then just put it back down on some some gravel and it will eventually re-root they're so like they're so hardy once they're to a large size mm. but if it just looks sad just just feed it and they will grow phenomenally quick i mean the, if this next this time next so year hungry. will be four times this size yeah. if we you know you can feed it and make it a beast basically yeah yeah so but it's um it's probably the most perfect succulent for the uk because it will go down to minus 15 it, it's, it's used to be an under snow yeah. you just got to know how to grow it sort of thing and basically the it's you know the mountain the snow's mountain on the mountains of lesotho and it's bringing down all this high night high mineral feed um and these are really good in kind of like terrace walls so you imagine you've got it can root into something quite wet but it's very free draining um, but it's a bit difficult when they, they get large that they can sort of tip out. But, you know, a good angle, a good bit of feed. And it's probably like my favourite succulent. Yeah. It's just like, it's just the sculpture. I've always talked to Daniel about. It's my um, favourite succulent. <laughs> it's, um, it's one of my favourite. I've always oh, talked okay. to Daniel. I want to make a, a silicone mould of this and cast it in glass and exhibit it in one of like an outside Chelsea garden. <sighs> so that'd be really cool. Too. Yeah. I love that plant. I'm, I'm, really tempted to try it from seed it's very hard from seed oh, like we, we, only, quite temperamental. we only sell them minimum mm. this size because a lot of people smaller would just kill it mm. um, seeds are very, expensive aren't they yeah, yeah. well they're expensive and obviously you only get a few in a packet so I've, I've been holding off trying it from seed but um what we, what we thought we'd do which was our surprise um <laughs> we're going to send you a couple of plants and we invite you to have a grow off with each other and the <laughs> aloe polyphyla is going to be part of that grow off whoa <laughs> brilliant do you, do you accept the challenge <laughs> i accept yes, the challenge will. i mean alan will beat me but i wish i had a party horn to blow oh, that <laughs> makes me so <laughs> excited <laughs> we'll, send you, we'll send you some hardy some hardy stuff and see how you get on brilliant oh <laughs> I mean, you might have just made my entire year. <laughs> so you just begun. Days old. <laughs> I have wanted, year, I mean, I've wanted to try one of those for years. The, you, know, you know, I said to you that the pomegranate gets massive. That's what we. That's what you got from us at Chelsea. Yeah. And this is this is only a couple of years old, so we'll get like four times this size. There you go. Brilliant. Um, so I'll just quickly show you that before we uh, unleash the symponium. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to the symponium so at some point. Alien pomegranate. <laughs> do you want to get your... Are we do you want to get it out, Dan? Let's go to UCN. One of the things I think is hilarious at the shows is people come out and they're like, I'll have a voodoo, a pomegranate and a cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> and and throw, like, one, that, throw one of them red edge in as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So... Here we go. So here's the Symponium Sienna. So obviously she lost a bit of a colour for the winter. Mine has too. I think one of the most amazing things about Symponiums is how dense the foliage is compared to Aeniums. Yeah. It does look like giant Sempervivums. And this one's actually named after my daughter. Oh. My daughter Symponium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Sienna. <laughs> Symponium's a middle name, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when if you put this in in full sun, it goes the most electric red. I mean, as bright as a rose, if You'll not brighter. 
Chelsea this year. This, that'll yeah, be, it'll be popping. I mean, yeah. we we because it was September at the end of the season, the colours started dropping out. But um, unlike Aeonians, the Samponians don't go dormant because Sempervivum's growing season is in the summer. Mm. And these guys just like we we've had them in sort of 40, 45 degree tunnels. They just don't go dormant with heat or with light. Yeah, they grow all year round. So that's another very, kind of breakthrough. Yeah, it's a very special feature yeah. about them. I think the the rosette as well. If you can get close to the ra- middle of the rosette, it looks like our logo from our website, which is quite cool. Not <laughs> advertising. Look at that. It really is. <laughs> this, this this kind of weird rosette. So we've not um we've not experienced sienna flowering yet. Should we to yes okay. get the next one out? We've not. Yeah. We've had three symponiums flower. So they flower they flower with the shape of an Aeonian flower, but with the actual the actual flowers are the shape of some some surviving flowers, which is quite unusual. This, you, you get this after about three years, this size. Three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take long. As long as you can pot it. Grow very, very neat. So you're talking about feeding, you know. Feed them up, bring them on. Yeah. A few pasties. <laughs> <laughs> so this one here, this one's Symponium halo, and it's called the halo. We've got this um, lovely white edge around the leaves. I'm not sure if you can pick that on the camera, but a little bit. There you go. In, so, more, in more sunlight, you'd see it. But and this is a much more compact form, so it stays a lot lower. It will offset much like a Sempervivum, uh, but it's definitely got Aeonium in there, and it just gives us another little texture to yeah. work with. Um, maybe good in, in, in wall crevices and stuff like that, or or in a pot with other succulents, maybe just at the front, so it can just cascade down over the front. But yeah, that's the Sempervivum yeah, halo. It's basically little Aeonium heads grown in the formation of a Sempervivum. And so, it's such a beautiful colour. Wait till, you know, we're in January. So imagine what it'd be like in May or June. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's one of the most amazing things about the symponiums is, you know, the colours at this time of year. They're just, you know, all Aeoniums, even dark-leafed Aeoniums, are pretty lush and green. But these these guys have, you know, kept themselves quite colourful. Shall I come in with this one now? <laughs> <laughs> this is a Here bit of a go. beast. So, yeah, this one, this is the tallest variety. So this has taken on um, a lot of its parentage in the Aeonium. But you can definitely, but if you see the... I'm not sure if you can see the colours of the leaves. Um, it's got this lovely... It's almost like metallic stripes down the middle. Beautiful. This one's um, Emponium Mrs. Frosty, named after the legend himself. Yeah, Adam Frost's wife. So he, it's quite funny. Basically, he's got like icy flecks, which is quite... It's another interesting thing, but we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, yeah, so we thought it, it, looked, it deserves a cold name. And Adam joined us for an Instagram Live. And we said, you know... Uh, it goes, it's quite funny because he goes, oh, you know, you know, you've made it when uh, people start naming plants after you. So it was funny you say that. We were thinking of calling this one Mr. Frosty or because there's this big thing about how elusive his wife was, Mrs. Frosty. But what we didn't know is his wife was sitting next to him. And he came up to us at Chelsea and he goes, oh, boys, I'm gutted. I had to, once you said that, I had to call it after her because you were sitting there, but I would have loved it <laughs> named after me. <laughs> <laughs> He did the right thing, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ever the gentleman. Yeah, domestic <laughs> harmony is important. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, basically, the what the parentage between of the Aeonium that was used in the Symponiums is one of our hybrids called Ice Warrior, and the parentage of Ice Warrior is Aeonium Smithii, 
cross cyclops cyclops yeah um but basically the if you look at an anium smithii leaf you can get these up close and the ice warrior has these markings as well but you see the little flecks yeah the look oh i see that's basically come through from anium smithii in the beginning yeah in in this symponium which is amazing the and good thing about using smithii yeah. is really hardy so this one might be crazy hard yeah, yeah no the good thing about using different um um tons of different hybrids as the parents is you get a much bigger gene pool yeah. and then you get so much different variation in the seed batches and it's so fun spotting which characteristics have come from from which parent yeah and of course everything we're showing you here has come from the same seed batch you know Gosh, so, so much I'm, variation yeah that's what's so phenomenal about about it all so yeah oh. this one's the green variety it does go red on the outside. This one's called um, Symponium Diamond. These lovely diamond-shaped leaves. Um, it, yeah, it gets this lovely red tinge on the outside. And also the, um, the flower spike on this is, is incredible. It's really probably the most robust flower out of any like, Aeonium or Sempervivum. It's really solid. It's yeah. a really nice, interesting flower. This was the first Symponium that ever flowered. So like if you know what the shape of a sempervirum flower looks like compared to an anium it, it's basically you've got the you know you've got the massive scepters of of flowers but sempervirum shape all the offsets as well and we, we named it diamond because in the middle it's got diamond shaped leaves we'll get red leaf margins when the sun actually comes out so but again what we're saying earlier about how sculpture your garden can look in winter that's what these bad boys do <laughs> But you've got all this colour still, you know, and, and then they're going to change colour when the sun actually comes out. And they just keep coming. I mean, it is Semponium after Semponium. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> a, a symphony of Semponiums. <laughs> so, yeah. This is number... I think we're on the FOMO bit now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all been a FOMO bit. <laughs> yeah. So this which is... one is this? Semponium Vortex. And the reason it's called Vortex, is basically when the... Obviously, the, the heads are quite big and lush. They will tighten up um, when the sun comes out, but the outside leaves get a really bright shape. And as the as the rosette tightens, it gets this full, full on like vortex swell, like a spirograph drawing. Yeah, we've got lovely pictures of it. You see how dense the head goes. And yeah. we're learning about this one because it seems to grow like a neat, you know, a bit more like sienna, but a neat anium velour. Yeah. It's a free naturally offset. So not, you know, you've not done anything to make these grow any different. You've not done any sort of bonsai or no. When the sun gets strong and they the leaves cut curl sort of over the crown, is that a protective measure for the for the growing point? That is, for aeoniums, yeah, these don't really do that. Um, they might close up a little bit, but not not as much as yeah, aeoniums. Aeoniums, it is, yeah. Yeah, they close up into like a rose cup kind of thing, and that protects them from the heat. That's to hold on as much moisture as they can, get through the the summer, and then they'll start opening up again when the rains come. Because they're from the Canary Islands, aeoniums. In their natural habitat, they don't really get summer. They get summer rains, but the rains run off, so they're not pulling it in. Um, in in the UK, the rains will kind of sit a bit more on the ground. So keeping them dry in the summer is is really good, especially when they've gone into this dormant state. So, and then they wake up again in the in the autumn when the when it cools down and and more rains come. So, 
they're very clever plants. We say if you're keeping sort of aniums outside in the UK, don't ever water them. Mm. Just let the rain do it. Because you'll find if they, you know, when the heads close out and go dormant, people kill them with kindness because again, oh, it looked amazing in, in, in April and in May, and now it looks very sad for itself. And they, they feed, they water more. Mm. And of course, if the plant's dormant, you're just going to rot the root system. Um, yeah. so you, you get stem and, and you'll find that when it rains, the temperatures drop any rate, so it will bring it out of dormancy as well. So we just say, you know, just it's one of the most easiest plants to look after. Just chuck in a pot, feed it in the, you know, in the spring and the autumn and just leave it. Yeah. And That's once it. you learn the plants a bit more, you can you can move them around your garden. You can put them into shadier spots in the in the hotter weather so they don't go dormant. But that's yeah. that's that's completely you up, force, up, to, up force to them to grow. Vortex yeah. mm. is a stunner. It's like yeah. a great, just a great big hummock of Sempodium. It's actually a little story that Dan's going to deny. But I said to him, if he doesn't, because we, we had this one, he goes, I don't think it's that good. It looks very similar to this next one I'm going to show you. And I said to him, if you, if you throw this away, I'm going to fall out with you. <laughs> And then when the sun came out, away a minute, when the sun came out, we saw the vortex um, swirl in it. It was a keeper. <laughs> it, was, it was a keeper. Are you going to deny that story? Or? I've denied it. Yeah. <laughs> I just wind you up. Um, <laughs> he says that now. So th this is um, my favourite out of, of the no, batch. No, it's my favourite. <laughs> my favourite. My favourite Cianex is named after my daughter. So this is um, uh, Sempolium Destiny, and it's got these weird... It's got these weird veins running through the leaves. Is that a skeleton? No, there's no other aeniums with this kind of veiny leaf texture. That's what's really fascinating about this mm. one. But also, can I draw your attention to the colour? Yes. At this time of year. At this time of year. This so, time of year. Look at it. You know, and this goes, you know, as, you know, we saw the Akivir ebony. It would go as dark as that. It would go really sort of but that was dark, green. really black. Mm. And, and it, get, yeah, the centre stayed green. Um, and they get twice the size of that as well. You get them really, really big. Um, <laughs> what about hardiness? Hardiness, we're still, we're still testing the hardiness on them. So, so I haven't got one of these in my garden yet. <laughs> I, need to, I need to get one in there. I have. <laughs> I should have last year. Oh, that's where it went. Um, so we've got a... This is the whole thing about the symponians. You don't know how hardy they are. They're undergoing trialling globally because um all of the, the symponiums has been our first plants that we've released with pbr um so we're working with a uh, dutch company plant tip and they they've sent some to like japan Canada, germany all around, all around the world um they were quite interested saying that the the sienna with the color it goes is quite a good thing to do like a garden design with um disney world for mickey mouse yeah like draw draw a mickey mouse or thing but basically this is destiny coming into flower so you can see it goes berserk when it wants to flower and we've got yeah. um, oh. you have got offsets as well so again it's you know if you bang enough food into them they're gonna flower offset um it'd be quite interesting to you know it's hard to hard to to try and explain it but they will be the shape of the semper semper i've got a picture yeah. of it in flower so what color are the flowers when they actually open on this one is yellow. It's like just right. like a aeonium sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, bright, um, bright yellow. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's you know we we're saying earlier about these being more compatible plants to go with sempervivums, but obviously there's so many more colours in the sempervivum world that we can try and cross into. Yeah. To these, so it's like you know we're on the tip of the iceberg. Maybe we've got hardiness. Maybe we haven't. Now we can start introducing more hardiness, more colour. We've bred another colour into aeonium already, but mm. we're, we're we're saving that one. Yeah, so, so, so it's not coming so out. It's quite exciting. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of years time. 
um, but yeah, it's, it's they're just an amazing um, plant. If they're not hardy, then you know it doesn't matter. They're just as amazing as some provide as aniums. They've got fantastic growth forms, and it sets us on the journey to hardiness, doesn't it? With yeah. the, them, so that's. Uh, I don't think you'll amazing. ever be hard, Dan. Sat <laughs> <laughs> next to someone like you, but in that shirt. And you launched Sienna at Chelsea. When are you launching all of your other Samponiums? 16th of April. 16th of April. And, yeah. and yeah. then and then Chelsea. And then Chelsea. So pre-launch. So, yeah, 16th. you can do a pre-launch for at the nursery when we do our display thing. Mm -hmm. um, oh, not long to wait. We're, hear about we're it. fully committed, aren't we? Because we, we're, we so, we're so disorganised. We, we, we're trying to figure out whether we're just rubbish or if we bite <laughs> off much to chew but it's weird when we go to shows everyone thinks we're organized they're like oh you boys are on it like look at you've got it all like i have to organize so much in the background <laughs> you won't believe <laughs> we've, we've, we've gone to shows we've had like amazing specimen plants and we've been buzzing and we've talked about it all the way up in the van going, oh i can't wait to put that where do you think we should put it on the stage then we get there and we've left it at home oh we've got a label for it <laughs> yeah all, all we set a show garden up and because we do we do laser etch labels. We make it even harder for us. So most people just handwrite a label. So we, we've got these wooden laser etch labels. Um, so we've gone and set the show garden up. And we've gone, well, where's, where's the label? We've lost the, uh, lost the label. So we've got to unpack the show garden. Yeah. <laughs> the last day, because we haven't got a blooming label. And we, uh, yeah, time's ticking. Oh, last minute job. You're definitely <laughs> making life hard for yourself. Yeah. But it gives us that, it gives us that, you know, look. Because that's, that's the thing, it's like, I, I'm, you know, without sounding egotistical, I think when we do our show guns, we do have that blend of, you know, like nice contemporary materials like Cortez steel and Larch. Um, we have some laser etching, um, and we we try and do some very nice plants. Do, yeah, some really <laughs> nice plants. We we try and inspire people to, you know, we've got a raised bed, we've got a patio bowl, we've got a vertical garden, you know. So we 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 call them kind of like yarden designs. So you've got a small yard, you can have these, you know, or balcony garden. You can have the vertical gardens. It's going to take up 200 mil of your space, which is nothing. You can have this, all these, you know, 50 different succulents growing up a wall. Um, it's probably going to be frost free because it's small and got walls. Yeah. Things like that. So we try and we try and just inspire people, you know, for all aspects like gardens, yardens, patio <laughs> in, in our designs. Um, another thing, if you, if you don't have a garden, so we sell these on our website. So one of my students um, hand makes one of my old students, so I hand makes these, these sort of one-off porcelain geometric pots, and then we, we fill them full of succulents. So if you, even if you just live in a flat, you can still enjoy um, succulents. Oh. They grow they grow anywhere, and you know we um, we try and provide them with you know a good selection of low light plants. Um, there is just something for everyone in any location. Succulents are going to dominate the world. Another <laughs> really nice indoor one: the Hawthia limifolia variegata. Really that is nice. gorgeous. So that grows with a similar formation to the aloe polyphyla. Um, a winter grower. Is that one of the ones that costs quite a lot of money? It is, yes. Yeah, yeah I thought it was because um, I was just glanced over at my long list of Flomos and uh, <laughs> that was very high up the list, but I wasn't quite sure. Quite sure I I should trust myself with a sixty pack. Actually, um, it's really easy to grow, and I can say that because my mum grows it. <laughs> she kills everything. Is and, she going to um, be watching this? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, she's not embarrassed. <laughs> now. Um, for for Christmas, I took because they they weren't like they they're into they're into plants, but 
she would just get, you know, stuff that she'd see in Tesco. She wouldn't go to like garden centers or anything. And then when, when we had lockdown, she was um, classed as vulnerable. So no one went anywhere near her. So um, I dropped a load of plants and soil and pots down and said, you know, set your, set your, they got like a townhouse, like yard in Penzance. I said, set, set it up. And they just left it there for months and months and they didn't do it. And then so in the summer, they got around to doing it. And, you know, I don't know what they were up to because they weren't allowed out. <laughs> <laughs> and then they 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 both got really into it and then they started watching our instagram lives which is why we started our, one of the reasons starting instagram live is because we couldn't your parents were yeah, both, yeah um everyone was just think, you know thinking the world's coming to an end and we're like i know we'll show our mum some plants on instagram live <laughs> um <laughs> and they got you know they learned all the stuff and you know it's, it's, it's good now so i i took them a whole for their christmas present I, I did them a grow off competition. So I took the whole range of um, Hawarthias and they've, they've, you know, done well. Yeah. The, the Varigata limifolia, she's mm. got in her kitchen. So, you know, it gets really damp when she's making a Sunday roast and it's got hardly any light because it's at the back of the house and um, doesn't get this curtain. And not God knows it. what aspect yeah. face it is. She basically gets very little light, but um, it's thriving for it. It's offset. She's, she flowered it. And um, another really funny thing about Hawarthias, they have, flower spikes about three foot high with tiny flowers at about five millimeters across because they live in very arid conditions so they don't want to get eaten for their moisture so they look like um like rocks so they don't get eaten in, in mm. habitat sort of thing um you can get some that are translucent known as crystal or window plants so the actual tips of the leaves are completely see-through so the rest of the plants under the ground and then they've got these translucent bits and lets mm. the light in it's, it's funny, isn't it? It's, um, you have a plant about yay big, and the roots are literally like five or six parsnips. Oh. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I think you guys are right. I think succulents are going to take over the world. I suppose they already have started with all of the kind of younger people who don't necessarily have gardens or who are renting, wanting to grow, and they're so Instagrammable. And so that whole trend has been growing for years. But I think with you guys and your breeding, it's just going to get more and more... Um, more exciting. I'll tell you what, Ford is. I can't wait to know what these guys are going to want in their flow mode because <laughs> they've got the world. They're taking it over. For goodness' sake. I know. I mean, I think I know what we want in our flow mode, which is basically every single thing you've shown us. If if you don't know what flow mode is, by the way, if you're watching or listening for the first time, it's it's how I live my life. I think it's how Alan lives his life as well, even though he's got 32 acres. It's just that fear of missing out you get about a flower or a, a foliage plant that you um, you haven't got and you desperately want in your life. I came to this podcast with like basically a whole page of things I'd written <laughs> just from looking at your website and your Instagram. <laughs> Mine's bigger than yours. <laughs> And, uh, and I haven't even been writing stuff down during the podcast. I'll do that later. But before we even started with this, from Chelsea last year, the Echeveria rainbow that you had on your display was astonishing. That was beautiful. The Hoerdia, um, you just showed us. Maybe I will stretch to 60 pounds if it's hard to kill. Who knows? Um, Aeonian pomegranate you showed us. That is a stunner. Phoenix flame. The tabuliform... Um, Cross Noble, I'd I'd already written that down. I mean, just so many plants on my on my flowmo list. Uh, you guys are just so inspiring. So I will, I will see which of those I want to actually add to my tiny garden. 
where are you at with your FLOMO, uh, Dan and Mark? Because you've got everything. Yeah, so I've got I've got something. I'm that... going backwards now. We're going. We're... <laughs> yeah, the whole episode's FLOMO, but basically, it's not really a succulent, but it kind of like gets classed as a succulent or an air plant. Um, so I've got a um, bulb. I'm really, I'm really, I, I tried to get these on our website. I tried to get hold of them for years. Um, so this is Exalis palmy fronds. Yes. Basically, we haven't been on holiday for ages because we're not allowed. So this is like, it reminds you of looking down on little palm trees. But one of the, the most astonishing thing about this is it's a winter grower. So it's a bulb. It will completely disappear in the summer. I like to use these in between sedums. So also you'll get your sedums that will come out in the summer. They'll die back. And then these guys will come up for the winter. But they're hardy to minus 15. Huh. You know, so it's, it's not a massive plant. It can take 10 years to get to two foot across. <laughs> um, it does have this little kind of um, little flower. but White flower on them, yeah. Um, that's going to be one of my FOMO plants because we I managed to get 100 bulbs. And we've got a mouse that lives at our nursery that's got rather expensive taste. And yeah, uh, about, about 70 of them over one night. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Which made them even harder to um, get hold of. But yeah, Exalis palmy fronds. I, I think I've seen that on Mike Clifford's Instagram and had a lot of flomo about that as well. It is such a stunner. Yeah. So, so they'll start dying back soon, as soon as yeah. it starts warming up. I'm glad we recorded this it, now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got I've got a little one for the uh, for the indoor indoor flomo. You have to help me with the name. So it's a cotyledon, known as um, bears bear paws. Oh look! Yeah. So it's it's lovely, isn't it? Little paws. Claws on there, yeah. So, yeah, <gasps> but it's furry as well. Just, you know, we talk about having little friends. And the, the little ends of the claws on the little bear paws are kind of tinged pink. Yeah. Like it's wearing nail varnish. Yeah. Or he's just ripped a salmon apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just murdered something. <laughs> just get that right. Come on. So the, the the, I don't know if I don't know if you know much about what's trending in, in the succulent world, but it's gone crazy with um variegated aeoniums. So all of our flomo is pretty much yeah, there's still a couple of variegated aeoniums. So mm. um I'll let you show this one minute, Dan. Oh. oh, I love this one. I think we did show this at Chelsea. This is um Aeonium Medusa. Oh, it's so pretty. So lovely. And even the winter colours are sometimes even better than um summer colours. So the, the variegates look, look better this time of year when the light levels drop. Um you know, if you get them in April, you know, there's a sort of changing changing colour. So it's basically our flomo is going to be variegated back aliens. again. So um, <laughs> and then, so basically, that's that was a variegated alien velour, and then this is oh. a reversion of Medusa. Oh. Right, and then, if you hold that same one, same plant, but it's kind of reverting back to a normal velour. This one's known as Alien Kilimanjaro. So the, the variegation's gone to the inside of the leaf. I'm not on the outside. It's kind of reverted a different version. So you can show the big one now. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, Just... lovely offsets as well. Beautiful. Like a kind of really low contrast striping. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and it shows a lot more in the winter time, like this time of year. And this oh. one, um, it, it looks very similar to Medusa, but when we get more light on it, I'll have to send you a picture to show how good this, this one can get. But this is only Maya, and it's got more kind of striking tips on the inside. Um, we put this on the website and it just vaporized uh, instantly. <laughs> we've got, um, we've got, you know, probably about another 15 types of variegated onions coming out this season. Um, and this one is incredibly, um, rare globally. It's really like really rare, but basically it's a variegated, um, onion Schwarzkopf. So it's probably one of the most sensitive laser grab over a minute. That's um, fine. It's probably one of the most colourful sound effects and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing, the thing I like about this one, um, do you know the story behind Aeonian Schwarzkopf? No. Oh, tell us. It was just put there by the Aeonian gods. So someone just found it in nature. So it wasn't like bread. But basically every red Aeonian has been bred from mm. that plant. Mm. Apart from the new Semponium. Apart from stuff that Dan Although does. it could have come from Semponium into Aeonium. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just they just found that they just found that plant, you know, grown as a sport in the wild. Yeah. And then all these hybrids, you know, like Cyclops and Voodoo Everything. that get the dark colours or the red has come mm. from that original plant. And this is the variegated version. It's probably, you know, it's the most striking and colourful. Mm out of all the alien variegates. Um, that is um, that is absolutely stunning. I, I, before this, I thought that Mardi Gras was my my favourite, but yeah. I, I think... Well, that's old news. Uh, I think it's been knocked off the <laughs> top spot. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's our, our kind of... I mean, I think all of them, like everything we've shown today, like Allopolyphyla's got to be on your FOMO. Yeah. Um, you know, Ebony, all of these guys. Mm. Palmy fronds. Yeah, Alan, where are you at with your flomo? I mean, have you got about fifty-five? <laughs> <laughs> got an acres worth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm afraid I have because, I mean, I there's a couple of things about you two guys. I mean, the first thing is that it's so exciting that you're doing what you're doing, um, and the other thing is I think that you have broadened my knowledge. I mean, of Echeverias, Ioniums. Symponiums, um, and it's just incredible. Yeah, I'd like one of everything. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to say that because I'm going to, I'll probably send you a list anyway, and you'll probably chuck it in the bin, but never mind. <laughs> Knowing um, Alan, he'll probably want all the things that are out of stock. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, but I mean, I, the, the thing that I really did love was Oxalis palmifrons. I just thought that was a fantastic plant. I don't know it, I haven't seen it. But for a winter grower, and we all need one of those, um, I think it's an absolutely fabulous little plant. And I love the way that you do what I do with certain things. For instance, I mean, a winter, a winter leaf, leafing plant, arums, various arums, I grow them. They've got lovely patterned leaves and all the rest of it. Some are dormant. Off they go, interspersed with hostas. There's your summer colour. You yeah. grow this a little oxalis with sedums, for instance. I mean, I'm sure you could partner it with other plants as well. But as one fades, you know, the other glory comes forward. And I think that's such a lovely idea. So yeah. anything that gives winter interest, and that's why, I mean, lots of these um, aeoniums like Medusa, Kilimanjaro, Maya, um, they have that lovely winter interest. And whether you grow them outside um, or, I mean, it occurred to me as well, the people for people that have got something like a veranda or an outside area, which has got a little bit of shelter from the top, Mm. Um, you know, you could have a fantastic display of these plants. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's brilliant. And just very, very little effort as well. Mm. Yeah. 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 Gardening to do. You just like one of the funniest things I've ever heard at a show is um, one of our, is your brother was working for us. And um, this lady comes up to him. She goes, I've got this giant area. It's got this massive head. What do I do with it? Do I chop it off or something? He goes, Well, no, you just admire it. All of these, you know, all, all of the suckers are so easy to look after. You just, you know, just buy a glass of wine. There you go, job done. Yeah. Friday we'll do night. A glass of wine in here, can we, right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> well, well I, I, Friday, eh? I actually feel a bit like I've had several glasses. I feel kind of lightheaded. Giddy, <laughs> I am completely intoxicated. We have been looking forward to this so much, and you have only exceeded expectations, guys. It, this yeah, is brilliant, boys. Well done. I am um, so excited. Daniel's Phoenix Flame. So this, this is, is, is my, well, my first um hybrids, and hardly down to minus seven as well, which is really good. And it goes well, that's Aeonium, is it? Aeonium, this one. Oh, Aeonium. Yeah, Hardy, minus seven. Survive the beast from the east outside. Yeah, I, th I think this plan, we, we can make a sideline business as wedding bouquets, because imagine <laughs> carrying, <laughs> carrying that down the aisle, you know? <laughs> I think there's... It's, it's, it's hard to know kind of where to start. I'm going to have to sit down and have a real think about what I want to grow, because I have a small garden, but you've just shown so many possibilities and and not to be frightened you've given us such great advice for how to kind of look after them best and we're just so grateful have, have a look on our we did an instagram how to design with succulents where we did we planted up a small yeah a small um you know bowl um uh, a planter just saying you know you put this in for height and that's going to protect this that the other mm. so have a, have a look at that before you fully commit <laughs> Yeah, everyone yeah. needs to go follow you guys and you and uh, watch your Instagram videos anyway. They're they're brilliant, and um, hopefully you'll come back another time with even more astonishing succulents to uh, yeah. to show and tell. We have a couple more. We'll show you when yeah. the when the sun comes out. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Different time yeah. of year and a whole different story to tell. So don't sweat in. <laughs> <laughs> and then you you won't be freezing cold in your t-shirt as well, Mark. No, I managed I managed to last though. <laughs> He's got a few pimples everywhere. So there's bread, there's bread down here, so I'm used to it, you know. <laughs> well, till the next time, Alan's going to go and place a massive order. I'm going to go and lie down in a darkened room and recover <laughs> from this. Um, we'll see you hopefully in a few months' time. But in the meantime, happy gardening. Happy gardening. <laughs> Cheers, boys. All yeah. the best. Bye. Hey, Thordis here. Just to say thank you so much for listening to Talking Dirty. You are now officially our favourite person. If you really liked it, please do subscribe because we'll be back for more plant-loving mayhem next week. And as you're our new favourite person, we don't want you to miss out. If you've got a question for Alan and the experts, you can email it to hello at getgardeningnow.co.uk. So happy gardening and we'll see you, oh favourite person, next time.